Back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're getting there. Slowly but surely. I promise you. We're getting there. My name is Nate Brennan. He is Eric Strickland, the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet. It's not just our show. It's your guys' show, too. Let us know your thoughts. 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline. Starter Heyman text line. We've been getting some great interaction from you guys. I want to give a shout-out to all of our listeners. You guys have been active on the video streams. You've been active on the text line. We even got a call from Ben who might have sprinkled a little bit of tequila into his Kool-Aid. But, hey. You won't see me judging on that end. I, I I am all for the tequila in the Kool-Aid. Make sure you hit us up, 402-464-5685, start name and text line, Honda Lincoln Hotline. Check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. If you head over to YouTube, I have one request for you, just one. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. We're trying to get to 1,200 subscribers before game day tomorrow. Help us out. Help us hit that number. Just go ahead, hit the subscribe. Super easy to do. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Studio, we've got Jake, Sip, Strick. They're all over in Dublin. They're going to give their insight, too. You aren't going to want to miss it. If you're in Lincoln, you need a place to tailgate. We've got food. We've got beverages. We want to see you guys here at the station Come head out. Come meet all of us. Come give us your predictions. Only if you're drinking the Kool-Aid. That's what Strick said. We don't want none of that garbage. We want people drinking the Kool-Aid. Make sure you come check it out. We'll also have the game on here, too, if you want to go ahead and watch it here. Hang out with all of us. Again, the ticket tailgate. It will start tomorrow at 9 o'clock. Want to go ahead and head back to the text line because Big Frank, he's got a hypothetical question for us. I'm going to let you hit on this first, Strick. I'm going to read the question. I'll let you go first, and then I'll get my thoughts. But before we do so want to make sure we get the legal id before we get on into all that so give us just a second as we go through the station identification this is lincoln's home for sports talk on the fm dial also online at the ticketfm.com on the internet kntk fm first 93 7 the ticket all right just had to make sure that we got to that real quick okay strict big frank says hypothetical question would you rather be oklahoma and minnesota in minnesota or wisconsin in iowa um I'm not entirely sure where he's going with that. Strick, can you interpret? I don't know where he's going at with that. So here's here that that goes back to my contextual, um, you know, situation, right? That that these games aren't end all be all. I don't think. I think they're little things that are nuanced throughout the season. That's what I'm really talking about, right? I'm. I think you can have a hiccup. You still got to understand that we're dealing with a team. Now, now listen, I'm I'm not I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't be happy. I would be disappointed. I would be upset. I would have some problems with it and I would be trying to figure out who and where the problem was. So yes, I mean I'm so I'm saying I agree with everybody. I'm just basically saying I still think it's nuanced. I think that barring anything other than a loss to your Georgia Southern okay. or your North Dakota or something like that, or you lose more than, you know, six games or anything less than, you know, five. I actually think seven and five, to be honest, I think okay. anything less than seven and five, there's a problem, but I'm, 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 I'm a little bit 
perturbed that we have just different games that we would consider to be the end-all, be-all, other than them two. I think if they lose to Northwestern and they come back and they beat Oklahoma Mm -hmm. and they win all of the revenge games and they maybe even lose in the big house, but then they get to the Big Ten, what what are we upset about? (laughs) They get to the Big Ten champion. Like, what, what are we upset about at that point? I think there's games in there that can change the whole perspective of the way people view it. Yes, you're going to go into it like, mm, you're going to be sucking your teeth. You're going to be talking to your boy sitting in the bar and uh, Nebraska's still garbage. Here we go again. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. But Nebraska can make some changes, some adjustments. They can then stack those days and they can do all of the things that they've been being coached up to, taught. And they, they can do all of those things and make adjustments and recover. That's what we want from them. We want them to be able to show bounce back, show recovery, show resilience. All of those things that we've been seeing in the past, mm-hmm. other than last year, they came out and played last year. They they continued to give it. They never gave up. They could have turned in the they could have turned yeah. in the, uh, the the season at any point last year, and they never did. That's respectable even though we hate it. But at the end of the day, that's why I think it, it is, Nate. I think it's it's along those lines. I personally think that they can make the just adjustments and changes that can turn the season around by winning a lot of those, those, um, those games that are revenge games. And I think that's a big part of it too, Strick. And, and people hate when I always bring up last season because I am the king of bringing up last season. I bring it up basically all the time. And I and th- th- what I basically always say is you take Iowa out of that Big Ten championship game against Michigan, and I understand Nebraska didn't beat Iowa. I understand Nebraska didn't beat Michigan. Do I think they beat Michigan in the Big Ten championship game? No. I don't think they get blown out by 30. And I'll even take you a step Facts. further. I think you could have put Nebraska Facts. in the playoff against Georgia, and I understand they didn't beat Michigan, and Michigan ended up going to the college football playoff. You put Nebraska in that game against Georgia, I still think they keep it closer than Michigan did, okay? So I I get it's a new team. Uh, I understand. They don't lose by 40. They don't lose by 40. I just think they're no, I, I don't think they lose by 40, but I just think their defense was absolute. Like, the problems we had on offense, uh, without without the line, the way it was, yeah, I think I think we have a problem. I, I and I think it's just because they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna stop us. The defense is gonna be out there way too long. I think that we're gonna probably make some mistakes, and that's where they would win. I don't think that they could just they would just manhandle us exactly just from start to finish. Exactly. I don't think that would be the case. So I would agree with you there. I just think that that them getting off the field, that's what that's what Georgia did. I think Alabama still gives them a problem if they have their receivers. I think if their receivers don't get hurt, if yeah. Nietzsche and Jamison weren't hurt, I think Alabama gives them a problem because they were in trouble. I, I just think that Georgia's defense would have would have given us way too much trouble. They, the, the defense, our defense would have been out there, and we didn't have the depth to be able to sustain a game that long. That's that's just the only, that's my only pushback. But I understand what you're saying. No, and, and that's the thing too. Trust me, I'm not by any means saying that Nebraska beats Georgia. I don't even know if they'd no, keep it within single no. digits because. 
Nebraska, they did do that against every team, but you can interpret that however you want. I'm not even necessarily saying that, but Michigan was embarrassed from the first snap. And I don't yes. think and I don't think that's what Nebraska did last season. I think that's a testament to this coaching staff, and I think it's a testament to Nebraska football. We always say we want culture. We always say that we want identity. Yeah, I'm not sure if we're entirely there. But I think a lot of people are going to be surprised. We might be a little bit closer than than most people realize. It goes farther than the three and nine record. I I, I think Nate. I just don't think. I, I look at it, man, and I just I'm just not sold on Adrian Martinez, bro. I agree against the Georgia team. You understand what I'm saying? I just one. I think you know. I think Samari could have handled himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think they would have done something to my kind of minimize Samari. I think then Austin Allen would have had some great, some yeah. great plays. I just don't know where other separation comes from, from our defense. I mean, from our offensive perspective. And even if they get open, I'm not sure that Adrian Martinez can make the freaking throws. That's just my, that's just what I saw. I just don't think he was accurate yeah. enough to be able to pinpoint stuff to get, to because they're not running that ball. Nebraska, they're, they're no. not running. No, no one did against the Georgia led defense. There's they're, they're mm-hmm. negative five yards or something. <laughs> you know, maybe Martinez gets 25 on just a breakdown on, on a man coverage or something like that where he gets 25. But other than that, he's getting sacked mm-hmm. because I just think they're just better discipline. I, I didn't mean to go on about the hypothetical, but at the end of the day, I'm just trying to bring context towards what we're yeah. talking about. No. But you're absolutely right. We we handled other teams better than most of those other teams handled them. Absolutely. Uh, in any sense of the word. Absolutely. 100%. And that's, again, what a lot of Nebraska fans – and that's what I always say is the bridge. That And I always say this is kind of my reasoning behind keeping Scott Frost and having faith in this team is that it goes from losing big to then being competitive in a few games, losing big a couple, staying close. Last season, you had that bridge to your losing close. You're almost there, and everyone hates that close word, but there's something to be said for being close. There's something to be said for having a chance to beat a team who went to the college football playoff. There's something to be said for possibly, again, being close at beating two teams that went to New Year's Six Bowls in Michigan State and Ohio State, okay? We hate this close word, but there's something to be said for it. I'm telling you right now, there's something to be said for it. And now you go into this season – and that's why I think you get the seven, eight wins, which a lot of fans are kind of projecting. You go there, you start winning those games small. So you go from losing small, winning small. Then you get that bridge where you're winning big. It's a process. It takes time. And this is the year where you start seeing those small wins, those grinded out wins, those handling adversity, those running the ball when you need to run the ball, not committing turnovers when you're not supposed to be committing turnovers. This is where you see that bridge. Uh, Going to head to the text line again real quick. Justin says, just win the games you're supposed to, however you need to. Don't get blown out on national TV and keep up on high-quality recruiting efforts. I completely agree, Justin. In this game tomorrow, that's a game you have to win. You have to win. This is this is what we're talking about. This is what we're talking about. Uh, Brian says, would you guys be more disappointed if the offense or defense disappoints tomorrow, even in a Huskers victory? I would say the defense. Uh, it's tricky. You can chime in. You might disagree, but I'd say the defense. I think the offense is so new. There's so much unknown. And it's going to take time, guys. Like we, we need to realize our, our quarterback is new. Our offensive coordinator is new. There's a very good chance that our running gra- our lead running back could be new. Our 
top skill players outside of Travis Vokalek, however you want to interpret his role in the offense, Trey Palmer, Marcus Washington, they're new. It's going to take time. We saw the black shirts released. There were nine black shirts. Whether they start or not, they're going to be on the field. There's a little bit of consistency. We know more of what we're going to get. So I think it would be a little bit more disappointing to see the defense not show up. Um, yeah, Soder Hammond text line. I'm just going to throw it out there. If they do win close, how do you feel about this Husker team? Because I agree with, with some on the Soder Hammond text line that Ultimately, I'm hoping for the boom shakalaka. I'm hoping for that. Boom shakalaka. And yeah, I'm I'm hoping for that. But at the end of the day, I'm looking for. See that end? If you're on the second, on the on on the on the, uh, you you may not be able to hear. I'm hitting my chest, and I got my Nebraska shirt on. But where my Nebraska shirt on the end sits is my heart. I'm looking for heart checks. I'm looking for resilience. Yes. I'm looking for what Nate just said. I'm looking for the back. I'm not looking on the surface of the game. I'm looking for heart checks. I'm looking, yes. I'm looking for little tidbits that maybe everybody else isn't looking for that can tell me a lot about what this team has in store. And then winning a close game, I think would do better for them, even though I don't want it, but I think it would do better for them than it would by even blowing them out. Why do I say that? Why do I say that, Nate? I think you know. Talk to the people. Tell them why I think a, a, a close win, even in this first game, would do better for this Husker team than even, because you was alluding to it, than even a big blowout. Well, I think that's the adversity, why? like you said. I mean, we saw this team in close games last year. I, I said those close – again, I'm going to use the word close again. You guys need to bear with me. Those close losses, it showed that when you had adversity, when you had a tightly contested game at the end, you blew it. Straight up, you failed. You blew it. If maybe we're getting down to the wire this year and we're showing some type of handling of that adversity, able to, to in crunch time, focus on the task at hand and come away with the win – I'm with you, Strick. I, I don't think that's yeah. going to be the outcome tomorrow. Uh, we're going to have to take a break here in a second, um, and then we'll go ahead because I don't know when DP is going to hop in here with us. But I want to make sure in our next segment we get to our predictions, our breakout players, because I know everyone's been waiting around for that. Um, but I, I think you're right. And maybe even Strickland's Strickies. Travel woes. We're not even We we hey, trust me, we need the strickies travel woes. Hey, no matter what, we are definitely gonna be getting to that, whether it be this week, next week. I trust me, I, I want to hear all about this nonsense that's been happening. Uh make sure you guys keep hitting us up 402-464-5685 Star Raymond Text Line. We love to hear from you guys. It's been awesome show. I know you guys are getting ready, you're amped up. Uh, it, it, Ashley even says Nate's breakdown of last season has me drinking way too much Kool-Aid. Ten and two, you got that right. Sprinkle some Kool-Aid in there, Ashley. It's a Friday. We're getting ready for some Nebraska football. Have a little fun today. We want to keep hearing from you guys. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Keep those texts coming because after the break, me and Strick, we're gonna give you our predictions. I know you guys have been waiting for it. Predictions, breakout players. That comes up next right here on the block. Ninety three seven. The ticket. <laughs> 